What's up? I'm Joey, and this is the Owning It Podcast. After years of wearing a suit and tie, Joey C, he said, I've had enough of the litigating lie. And so he struck out on his own. He's a lawyer and a speaker and a business coach. This is Owning It with Joey C, trademarks, copyrights, So this, this is a weird one. No, I'm not just talking about the fact that I'm wearing a different hat this week. This is pretty crazy. So we all know that we're in March of what is already a crazy year, 2021. And that means in the sports world, there's March Madness, or at least that's what I'm told. I'm not much of a sports guy. But there's an interesting thing happening in the trademark world this week, which is that there is a trademark application that is being disputed that somehow relates to March Madness. And you wouldn't think it based on the trademark itself, which is vasectomy mayhem. That's right. There is a trademark for vasectomy mayhem that is being battled by March Madness. Why would that even be happening? Well, let's take a closer look at what's going on. And I very well might be doing a part two of this video since I'm doing more investigative research as I'm learning more. This is pretty fun for me. But what's really interesting here is that there is a medical company that for years has been doing advertising around March Madness kind of stuff. And for a while, they were using the term March Madness. And then they got a they got disputed on that. They ended up settling. NCAA won that round, saying, you know what, you can't use vasectomy madness and run all of these basketball-themed advertisements and commercials without our permission because people are thinking that there's some kind of uh, relationship there, or maybe that we're sponsoring this stuff. There's not a license agreement in place, and so they instead of using vasectomy madness filed for and initially got approved for vasectomy mayhem. And the NCAA was very quick to say that should not be allowed here for XYZ reasons. And, and this really goes to a subtlety in trademark law that tends to get overlooked. When people talk about trademark disputes, you, you might say at first glance of this, this is totally crazy vasectomy mayhem, as crazy as that is, like the services that are filed under this trademark application or for, for medical services, not like showing basketball games, I don't know. But it's crazy to think about. The thing about trademarks and when the trademark office is examining what application should be approved here, it's not about can you tell these two things apart. It's about can the consuming public can consumers see one of these trademarks and think that the brand might be another brand, that there might be some type of a relationship between the two? 
And I do think that there is some argument to be made here that the way that this medical company is using and advertising the phrase vasectomy mayhem, it can lead some people to think that somehow they've got permission from the NCAA to use this. Now, just because I think this is super interesting, in terms of the context of why they would even do this, apparently the medical company that's behind this vasectomy mayhem, I haven't seen it, but apparently their commercials are basically saying like, you should get the vasectomy now. And then while you're recovering, you can just sit back and be watching all of the basketball games. So apparently that's the uh, advertising perspective to why they're even doing this. And to make this even more interesting, again, I know a part two is coming on this. It sounds like this medical company used to have a license agreement in place with the NCAA. And then when that didn't renew, when it expired, well, now it's even more likely that without that license in place, they can't depend on some fair use rights here. It's all super interesting, but what does that mean for you, the business owner? Because we can talk theory and trademarks in the abstract all day, but there is a powerful lesson for all business owners to keep in mind here, which is that whenever there are big things happening in the world, especially big things happening in the world that are from a brand like March Madness, like something that the NCAA would do. You'll probably start to see more and more businesses talking about March Madness or using some language that sounds like it's related to this thing that consumers are participating in. But be very, very careful. Big brands like the NCAA definitely have the pockets to go after businesses big and small when they see this kind of thing. And unless you're just rolling in the dough you're really inviting a dispute here. So yes, you can have basketball themed stuff. Yes, you can be maybe using puns with the word bracket in them right now, but don't use the word March Madness. Don't probably steer clear of using the word madness in connection with basketball right now. And uh, if you have any history in the past of promoting March Madness directly, maybe get a little bit more creative than just swapping madness with mayhem. There's a slippery slope here anytime you are wanting to stand on the shoulders of this other brand doing something cool. Anytime that you're thinking, okay, it's March Madness time, how can we use that in our marketing? You got to be careful. It's one thing if the, the, the milestone or the holiday, if you will, is something that's not branded like Valentine's Day or St. Patrick's Day or whatever it is, then we have more leeway to do things. But if it's like Super Bowl, if it's March Madness, if it's something related to a big new Marvel movie that's coming out or whatever, be super careful. Because when you are, while you can be smart and strategic around how you can talk about the fact that that, thing, that stuff is happening and kind of wake up your audience and build some awareness around it, make sure that you're looking at, okay, how can I be more generic around that? Maybe how can I just talk about basketball in general? Or how can I talk about superheroes in general? Or whatever it is. The more you are more directly drawing some type of an association to something that is branded, and yes, the NCAA has March Madness, Final Four, all of that stuff registered as trademarks, 
the more likely it is that you'll find yourself in some type of a dispute and you don't want to be there. All right, you guys, like I said, I'm going to do some deeper digging into what exactly is going on with this specific example because I think it's fascinating. And if you're like, Joey, whenever I talk about trademarks, I feel like I can't get it right. Don't feel bad because the New York Times has been writing about this particular dispute and they've actually got details of how trademarks work wrong. And that's the New York Times. So I'm going to be dissecting kind of what's going on. I'll also go through the New York Times article and just bring out so you guys can see where they're not even reporting totally accurately on what's happening when it comes to trademarks. If you wanted to geek out on the law with me. If uh, sports are your thing, hope that y'all are enjoying a great March Madness. I don't know if I'm saying that right. But uh, that's it for this week. I'm here in Florida for the next two weeks. So if you try and get a hold of me and there's a little bit of a delay, it's because I'm uh, enjoying a bit of a workation over the next couple weeks. But hope that you're all doing well. Hope that you're staying safe and that you're being careful if you are doing any promotions or marketing around something kind of like March Madness. All right, you guys. Talk to you soon. All right, has this episode motivated you to take some action on the legal side? Well, good, here's a great next step for you. I've put together a free legal training that people have legit been raving about. I just got a DM telling me that this was the best legal presentation they've ever seen. Yes, you heard that right. Best legal presentation ever. Okay, maybe that's a pretty low bar, but hey, I'll take it. And another person told me that they've never really had a lawyer who they trusted to recommend to their business friends. But after watching this training, now they know that I'm their go-to guy. So if you're ready to stop being overwhelmed by all the legal stuff, you are going to freaking love this training. Check it out at joeyc.vitali.com slash trademark, or just click on the link in the show notes. This is owning it. Thanks for listening to Owning It with me, Joey C. Vitale. If you like the show and want to know more, check out joeycvitale.com. And I'm all about spreading those golden legal nuggets. So leave a review and let me know which golden nuggets you picked up from this episode. All right, see you next time. If you want to-